0: Happy New Year, and welcome to the Stupid Sexy Podcast. Feels like I'm podcasting nothing at all. Today, for the first Stupid Sexy Podcast of 2021, we're going to review Season 2, Episode 14 of The Simpsons, called Principal Charming. But first... Check out all the great content on CKCC Radio with new content guaranteed for the year of 2021 because this channel is paid for all the way up to 2022. Of the shows you can check out, you can check out The Nerd Table every Monday at 7 a.m. And either By The Numbers or The A Show, Mondays at 9 a.m. on alternating weeks. You can check out Real Paranormal Talk... Or ranking tracks alternating Sunday nights Check out the Motivational Moves podcast Airing the very first Monday of every month And every week, new episodes of the Board to Death Binge Cast And the Race Nerd podcast And sometimes new, sometimes backlog episodes Of J. Bunny's Music Hub All that and more to come in 2021 And Dan, tell us everybody about our Patreon page
1: well, if you go to patreon.com slash club you can uh, give us as little as $1 or as much as you want. But if you, get, if you hit $5, you get to tell us some stuff, provide content ideas that we'll do. But if we're just for $1, you get to listen to our wrestling show where we review a retro show
0: five dollars gets you that ten dollars gets you what you're talking about it's five five ten and fifteen are the tiers uh i thought you could patron for just one dollar and you got whatever you want i got rid of the dollar nobody goes Uh, for the dollar yeah nobody nobody does anything for the dollar
1: dollar i thought you. you could do whatever you wanted you you can not even sign up for a thing. <laughs> I I could do whatever I wanted, but yes. I th- I think someone could be like, I'll give you $100 a month, but I'm not joining any of your things. Well, that's true too. If people just wanted to donate,
0: and you could even do just one-time donations which help out too, but but yes, uh our patron Adrian Cotton worded it best. $5 gets you in the door, $10 gets you a seat at the table. Fifteen dollars gets you a private session. Is basically what it boils down to. Gross. We're gonna we're gonna work on revamping the tiers in twenty twenty one to make it more content for Nerd Table and everything like that. But the interactive stuff is not required. If you pay the five bucks a month, you get everything. And then ten and fifteen is where you can really start to interact with us. But five, if you just wanna be a listener. You get that. And Dan, do we have a couple of shout outs we want to give out? I think we have nah. a couple. Oh wow <laughs> Well, Well jeez. geez. You want to shout out our actual patrons? Let's it's the first one of the year, so why don't we do
1: why don't we do the full shout All Right, man. We have seven patrons currently. That's a sexy amount, but you know what would be sexier? More. More. Exactly.
0: More. Let's shout out, let's shout out our, our top tiers first. We have our good friend Glenn and our good friend Jeff and our $15 tier. We thank you guys and we welcome all of your input to our future shows. Our $10 tier, we have Randy, Adrian, and Jay. Again, we thank all of you profusely. And very much appreciate your continued patronage. And in our $5 tier, the $5 tier is not the guaranteed shout-out every week, which we're going to start doing on our flagship show, The Nerd Table. But to Matthew and to Raul, you guys are awesome, and we still appreciate you. And that's what I appreciate about you. Exactly. And we might get some bonus Simpsons content on this show as well. Maybe that's where we'll do some watch-alongs. I know we didn't get a we didn't get the most positive feedback when we did that for the Treehouse of Horror, but people still liked having the option. So maybe that's what we'll do. We'll do some full episode watch-alongs and do commentary over them. But for now, we're going to focus on Principal Charming. In this episode, Principal Skinner dates Marge's sister. And it doesn't turn out the way that. Well, nothing turns out the way it probably should have. And hey, this episode aired on Valentine's Day 91. Yes, it did. <laughs> so, of course, Bart's writing that he's not going to belch the national anthem on the chalkboard. Which is it... a
1: classic. It's a classic thing to do. Of
0: course. The whole national anthem. I don't even know if I could burp the freaking Pledge of Allegiance.
1: Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a multiple burp effort. There, Chris. <laughs>
0: Uh, And then when the family gets to the couch, they hop on it and it unfolds into a sofa bed.
1: They all lay there comfortably. Which is bullshit because you can't lay in a sofa bed comfortably. Exactly.
0: So Homer's sleeping. gets a phone call. It's Barney calling him about Greasy Joe's bottomless barbecue pit and how incredibly amazing it is. So Homer's like,
1: and it's all you can eat.
0: Yep. Homer's sold on that immediately. So he goes where poor Marge is exercising. He's got to get it. Yeah. So with they a,
1: have a secondary TV on a tray, apparently, in the house. Yeah, which is where she's doing her exercises in the kitchen. In the kitchen, makes sense.
0: And Homer goes, Marge, I got five, <laughs> five words for you, and he needs two hands to count all five words, because of four fingered Simpsons."
1: Because animation hands are hard.
0: They're just like, well, we can't, we can't do this. We need somebody to watch the kids, so. It's time to call up uh, Patty and Selma, get them to come over and babysit the kids. And they're uh, they're over there working at the DMV because you know this is. We're, well, we we're, can't what else we, we do... got
1: to go to the wedding.
0: Yes, and it, that's that's like the the thing, right? Is uh, they they're going to go to Stanley and Martha's wedding? They're coworkers. Stanley's like the security guard that works there. And they're like, would he have possibly ended up with Selma? Because he was going to sit with her on his first day. Patty pushed him out of the way and he went and he sat with Martha. And that's part of his vows, right? Who knows who I would have ended up with? Yeah. So Selma's. This episode establishes that Selma is the one who's stir crazy for marriage. And Patty is pretty much celibate and doesn't give a shit. it's
1: yes, one head, one show celibacy, the other had it thrust upon them.
0: Yes, <laughs> which is a great line in this episode. And we, I mean, it will establish way down the line that Patty is a, uh, is a lesbian, but that's not, it's hinted at, but we don't get there right away. Uh, one quick note about the DMV scene, though.
1: Did you notice who was getting his driver's license? Oh, there was a whole line of people. There was Krusty the Clown. Yep. Uh, And at the front was Otto. Otto rocking out. But uh, Hans
0: Mullman was at the front of the line getting his Ralph Mellish driver's license. He hadn't been established as Hans Mullman yet. Which, of course, created a fan theory that Ralph Mellish is actually a different character. And because of how many times Mullman has quote-unquote died... Ralph Mellish was actually one of those casualties and is permanently dead. And now it's Mole Men. There's also a theory that there are multiple Mole Men literally as Mole Men. So there you go. (laughs) Wrap your head around that one. So of course the wedding depresses the hell out of them. And Selma's singing this sad song to Lisa as he puts her to bed.
1: I was just singing Brandy, right? Oh yeah, she's singing Brandy, that's right. You're a fine girl. <laughs> what a good wife you would be. And then... But my life, my love, my lady is the sea.
0: <laughs> you gotta love Lisa. Like, and Selma, when are you gonna find a husband? She's like, why, well, you know somebody? <laughs> like, how desperate is that? And then Lisa's kind yeah. of a bitch.
1: They don't want you to just becoming. Another... Of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, judging don't... upon your age and the unlikelihood <laughs> of you finding love, I hope I hope things work out for you. But, like that, uh, like yeah. it's kind
0: of cold, Lisa. We know Lisa's analytical, but damn, <laughs> she, she kind She's of like how... OG Sheldon, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Lisa and Sheldon did have pretty good character development throughout the seasons it's just that uh well well lisa's eight years old so hers can be chalked up as immaturity and although they've said that sheldon cooper does not have any kind of asperger's jim parsons believes that he does and portrays him as such so
1: do with that what you want about it that dude has burgers of ass i don't care what you say
0: I also love the babysitting, how, like, Patty's just passed out on the couch snoring, and Selma's just having a cigarette in the middle of their house. I also love that when they come home from the barbecue place, while Selma and Marge are having, like, the serious talk about help me find a man, Homer's on the phone giggling to Barney like he's a girlfriend about the barbecue place.
1: I could have drank that stuff. It was wonderful.
0: So... Homer and Marge are in bed together, and Marge is like, Hey, Homer, remember that time we, our family vacation was the bowling hall of fame just because you wanted to see a car shaped like a bowling pin? Well, remember that you owe me a favor to be called upon whenever and wherever I want? And, of course, he's just like, oh. I want you to find a husband for Selma. He's like, which one's Selma? <laughs> uh, you know, the one that likes police academy movies and long walks on the beach? Cause, And don't don't just find her any man He has to be honest and a well dresser And well off and Homer's like Why should she have a better husband than you do yeah.
1: So he wakes up the next morning And he turns into the goddamn Terminator <laughs> With the scanning of people
0: Oh my god it's so freaking funny <laughs> Also we find out that Bart is learning about Herbicide And what can just permanently kill grass uh, that's going to come back and uh, bite him in the ass, too. Well, it's actually part of the plot, is we need Bart to get in trouble. So
1: it's oh, also the oh, to the, the Terminator stuff, because they do, they prank call the bar. Yes. For a homosexual. Yes. And then later, they're looking at, he's looking at people and he finds the random guy. And he doesn't know or whatever. No, someone else? No. Yeah, who is no? it? We'll get to that. I got that. I got that. we oh, will so we'll get good. to that. It's, yeah. fu- it's funny.
0: So, yeah. So, first, Carl is too attractive. So, Carl's out. Smithers is a jerk. And then Mrs. Finch is not a man.
1: she's <laughs> not a man.
0: So, so, Homer's not having a lot of luck just yet. Uh, Bart's friends actually think he's gone too far with this prank. And, uh, well, we'll find out. Great. Bart. In the grass. Yes. There's a lot of throwbacks here because now we're back at Homer buying a seafood burrito at the Quickie Mart, which is just disgusting by the thought of it.
1: Well, you're not a seafood fan to begin with, but no, a seafood burrito is a bad idea.
0: No, I'm not, but I also know enough about seafood that I would not get it from a convenience store. Well, yeah, no, gas
1: station sushi is <laughs> a meme for a reason.
0: Yes, exactly. They, uh,. Remember when Fry got the egg salad sandwich? Yeah, and he got worms.
1: <laughs> so like, but again, that was an egg salad sandwich that had been there for a long. long time. It was
0: twenty five cents. He's just. I like how it said "fresh" in quotation marks too. The worms were actually beneficial to Fry. I kind of wish I had those worms. They they made him healthy and strong and articulate and fell in love with Leela.
1: Well, had Leela fall in love with him.
0: Uh, you'll be eating a fast food burger, and guess who'll be back? Yo. That's what we're special sauces made out of. So yeah, gotta love the seafood burrito. So yeah, uh, Apu is out because... I I forget what the Apu thing was, but he gets so fixated on him, he's like, Sir, you need to stop staring, it's time to exchange money. And then he, he, (laughs) question mark, con, proto, total stranger. Nice, he has a nice stride, but he's a total stranger. So, uh, good old Skinner sitting down to his best tater tots that money can buy at ca- school cafeteria lunch. Oh,
1: you can Say what you want about the school cafeteria lunch. It has the best tater tots.
0: And he goes to take that nice deep breath to savor his meal, and he realizes he's smelling. Oh, wait a minute.
1: What is that? And he runs up the old school bell tower. Yeah, which is a callback and a reference to Vertigo by Hitchcock. Yup.
0: That's a good reference too, because he's doing like the look down and it's got the pan shot where the stairs get wider. Hitchcock was great at those shots
1: too. Like, yeah, it was.
0: I mean, he invented some of those camera angles,
1: didn't he? That one might be my favorite Hitchcock movie, actually. Vertigo. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. I haven't. Oh god, I haven't he's watched sure. that
0: in years.
1: That is really good.
0: I might have to. I might have to sit down and watch that again. Do a little. Jeremy Stewart. A little Hitchcockery. So yeah, he goes up and he sees Bart spelled out in the grass. Simpson! Bart's file is like six folders thick. Probably
1: should get him expelled, actually. You don't think I would have realized it was you when you wrote your name? (laughs) Maybe it was one of the other Barts. There are no other Barts!
0: So he gives him the emergency card to call his father. He's got home, the power plant. And most Tavern. So is, uh, is Homer there? As Skinner turns his back, Homer sexual. Uh, is there a Homer sexual here? Come on, one of you guys has got to be a Homer sexual. <laughs> yeah, don't look at me. And,
1: and then, so he just does the threat, but the but the phone <laughs> has been handed back to Skinner.
0: And he, of course, most so stupid he doesn't connect that that meant the prank caller has been Bart the whole time. He just thinks it's a cross line. And he's like, ah, it's Skinner. That means Bart's in trouble again. So Homer goes in. He's hearing about everything that's happening. And then he terminate for a Terminator mode. The pros he dislikes the boy, uses big words, and he's well groomed. But the con what's the con, Dan? Possible Homer's actual. <laughs> But I'm going to give Homer some credit here. This is actually a really clever plan he comes up with. The dinner plan. Hey, uh, why don't you come over and have dinner? You know, as for a thank you for all the, you know, the apology for all the crappy things that Bart's done to you. I mean, that's actually a pretty clever way to get him to the house, right? Yes. I'll give Homer some credit there.
1: And then he's like, You're not trying to palm me off on some family member as a date, are you? Oh, no. Right as Patty starts serving him
0: and the whole reason patty goes out there is because selma's too nervous to make the first move so patty just goes out there and he's immediately smitten with her which means that uh i'm assuming he's just attracted to really bitchy women oh damn well that's how you really feel well that must be his thing right because we see him like during the episode he's kind of enjoying the abuse that he's getting that's kind of Well, I
1: mean, weird. if his mother is his mother, right? Right, exactly. He attracted to the woman that's your like your mother. Traditional Any any man who's got an unhealthy
0: attachment with his mother ends up marrying a woman just like her. That's like that's a real that's a real thing in psychology. And I mean he's it's what's funny is the twin thing that comes into play here is he's so smitten with this one, but the twin that wants him, he doesn't even give a shit about, which almost makes no sense. I mean, yes, obviously, Patty and Selma are different people, but the twin factor actually becomes a plot point at the
1: end. So, well, he's gone. I don't on. even know why they didn't try some twin magic. Uh yeah, they really should have. Because they just start dating. Because yeah. Selma's like, well, if you took them, you're going to fucking take them. So you better go on these dates. <laughs> Pretty
0: much, yeah. Patty tries everything to... To uh, fend him off, but he li- he likes that he likes he likes the uncaring thing. That's what he's care- That's what he's into. She even waxes her mustache for the date. But the turnaround comes at that revolving restaurant because they have the disappointing meal, and so they're ending up bonding over that. Skinner yelling at the busboy who's you know thirty and still working as a busboy, and because he can't get a glass of water for his sweetheart, so she's actually kind of coming around on him. Also, did you notice the revolving restaurant, all the stuff happening behind it? Skinner's talking off a suicide jumper, and there's a prison riot, and they're hosing down the prisoners. I thought that shit was pretty damn funny. Yeah, so they actually bond over hating the same things. That's part of the thing. And uh, he's got to go see the Space Mutants movie, because it's, you know, part of the Parents' Council thing and when he's watching the movie when the scary part happens she grabs his arm and he's just like he's all into it which is funny cuz he she immediately rejects his attempt to do the do the yawn with the arm around technique yeah the yawn stretch and she's just like do it and i'll break it so yeah that's the successful that's the big successful date he can't get a kiss out of it but but he gets i mean he gets he gets slapped He gets kicked. He gets, yeah, he's, Bart's egging him. He's into it. And when he's actually in love, there's just full anarchy at the school. Did you notice the callback? I am still a wiener. Yes. All all the way back to Bart the genius.
1: And it was spelled correctly this time. W-I-E-N-E-R. And he's going to yell at him, but then he's like, wait, what does your aunt like? She likes cherry cordials. Yeah.
0: I also like that uh, he lets Bart off the hook for his punishment because he's got to reseed everything for groundskeeper Willie. And once... groundskeeper
1: Willie's like, no, you'll be back.
0: (laughs) You'll be back. Yep. Call back to that too. Uh, And there's Homer at happy hour. And he's upset because he's got to find a husband. Which for... is only a half hour. Yes, almost, yes, whatever. it was only half an hour. And, and Barney's like, hey, I'm not picky. I'll reel her in. Burps. And he's just like, all right, so this is going to be the setup. And that's Selma's big agreement is that uh, she's just going to go for it because she's desperate to have a husband. So, So Barney's going to be it. Also, uh Skinner has decided he's gonna propose marriage to Patty and takes Bart to shop for the engagement ring.
1: <laughs> the, the,
0: the, for two years' salary for the perfect engagement ring, which it means that's either a hell of a ring or that principal don't make a lot of money. And he's struggling to carry Patty up the stairs so he can so he can show her what he did. Which is Oh yeah, they go back up the the
1: bell tower the bell again. Tower at the school. And he wrote Marry Me, Selma with the grass killing stuff. But then she rejects him about the twin thing.
0: You know, I'm a twin, I could never marry a man who would take me away from my sister. And the ultimate catch-22 is that they can't see each other again. So they break up. Skinner cries on the steps of the school. And then he's reminded of... Because he sees that Bart's got his name up on on the sign. That he's the owner and proprietor. And he's like, Springfield Elementary, I will have you back again. Another movie callback. Because after all, tomorrow is another school day. And Patty saves Selma from her crappy date with Barney. Although Barney does mention he was in the service. I wonder what service that was. The church service. Yeah. And then <laughs> as Barney's heart is broken, Mo's like, cheer up, Barney. Time heals all wounds. He just sits up, oh, well, what do you know? It worked. <laughs> and now I got a whole picture to myself. So Patty and Selma reunite. Neither one ends up with a man, and Bart ends up back resodding the field. The and, entire field. Yep, the entire field this time. And what does Willie because tell they're him? They're just like, I told
1: you you would be back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because there's so much he wrote, such such big words, and you just got to resod the whole field. Just burn it down. Do it all Pretty over much, again. yeah.
0: Yep, Principal Charming. Wrapped up. uh Got some trivia here if you're interested, Dan.
1: Mm, sure.
0: Okay. Just this once. Okay. uh Three debuting characters Groundskeeper Willie, Hans Mullman, and the Squeaky Voice Teen. Your brand new characters. Squeaky Voice Teen never has a name except for the times when he's a different generic Squeaky Voice Teen and then he does have a name. But the generic squeaky voice teen is also represent. There are times when there's multiple squeaky voice teens in one scene. (laughs) So, of course, the Ralph Mellish is a reference to Monty Python sketch. The Adventures of Ralph Mellish Hot Dog and Knickers from Monty Python Matching Tie and Handkerchief, 1973. Uh, We did mention this, the Westworld and Terminator connections to Homer's computer-enhanced overlay, of course. And Skinner does reveal Bart is the only Bart at Springfield Elementary, so can't get away with that one. Uh, David Stern particularly liked writing episodes about Marge and her sisters, Patty and Selma. Executive producer Mike Reese said none of the staff members could relate on a personal level to the twins— but Stern seemed to really hook into them, so he did some great episodes featuring members of the Bouvier family. So whenever you have a Patty or Selma-centric episode, David Stern is the main man behind that. And I also like how they tried really hard to give them individual identities, which, you know, any show that has prominent twin characters like Phil and Lil, you know, sometimes it can be everybody eventually tackles the twin thing, but yeah, I mean, uh, I mean they make it work. Uh, Selma's facial hair product removal is called G. Your lip looks hairless. Take off of G. <laughs> your hair smells terrific. Although that was manufactured in the '70s, it's no longer around. Of course, we mentioned the Vertigo and the Hunchback of Notre Dame reference with the whole carrying up the stairs to the bell tower. We mentioned the brandy part. Oh, uh, and Skinner is singing Danny Kaye's song, Inchworm, as he rings the bell to Patty and Selma's apartment. I think I missed that. And, of course, Goodnight Sweet Principal is a reference to Goodnight Sweet Prince from Hamlet. Which, of
1: course, the name of the episode, Principal Charming, like Prince Charming. Exactly. Uh, you notice that that Board of Education
0: means only one thing. At one point, the school allowed corporal punishment. <laughs> uh, this episode was going to be aired several months earlier, but they actually consciously pushed it back so it would air on Valentine's Day. So I think that's actually pretty... Uh, pretty. Inf- I think that's uh, information. Oh! I forgot... The 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 best part of the, the Terminator thing, when he focuses on the Laramie Cigarettes billboard guy. <laughs> the con was, it's a sign. That was <laughs> yes. the best one. Uh, we just mentioned the Gone with the Wind reference with the red sky. We mentioned that. Yep. And this is the only episode where the school has the bell tower. Although Marge gets a job and season four does show it. It's really never... It really never existing. It was it was a plot device, basically. So, yeah. What do you think of this one, Dan?
1: It's really good. I don't know if it's a classic or anything, but I think it's really good. Although it does flesh out and differentiate Patty and Selma pretty well. Agreed. And give a central
0: character... We will eventually do some Chris ranks the universe and tackle these by seasons. I've always considered this more of the bottom tier of season two. Not that it's necessarily a bad episode, but when you put it up against some of the other episodes that we've already reviewed, just for example, Treehouse of Horror... Uh, Dance well, and Homer. it's not and
1: it's not important. Yeah. It's not usually important. So. Yeah, but you
0: put it up against stuff like that, Dead Putting Society, Bart the Daredevil, Itchy and Scratchy, and Marge. I mean, those are classics, the way we was. One Fish, Two Fish, Blowfish, Bluefish, Homer and Lisa in the Eighteenth Commandment. Eighth Commandment, sorry. And then the stuff that we're going to get, the next episode is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? with Herb Powell. And then you also, we're also looking forward to Lisa's Substitute, Three Men in a Comic Book. Like there's still even more classics to come so i don't think the episode is bad on its own but comparatively speaking in season two it's not one of the higher ones but that speaks more about the quality of where season two was going more so than this episode being negative you know what i mean yeah but yeah uh but I also like the irony story that he's supposed to be set up with one twin, falls for the one that's not interested in him, and it's and the whole episode is just, how does everybody react to that? How does Selma handle it? How does Patty handle it? Uh, how, does, how do Bart and Homer go about their lives with their involve, individual involvement? It works really well for a character-driven episode of The Simpsons. So as I've just mentioned, uh next time we come to you on the Stupid Sexy Podcast, we're going to take a look at the season 2 episode Oh Brother, Where Art Thou. We're going to learn that Homer has actually got a half brother voiced by Danny DeVito. And this is a this is a really good classic episode. It's got a lot a lot to unpack on it that I think we'll uh we'll enjoy talking about. That'll be next time though. Closing thoughts this week, Dan. As we head
1: into a new year, new year, new. <laughs> no, this shows are still a long time ago. <laughs> new year, same Simpsons.
0: Still, we're we're in 2021 and we're watching 1991 episodes of the Simpsons. Yes. We're we're literally watching
1: 30-year-old episodes. And we're episodes. like 6 weeks behind being exactly <laughs> exactly exactly yeah <laughs> yeah that's
0: true uh we'll try to we'll try to work on our schedule a little bit this year i do want to try to get more stupid sexy podcast content out so it's not always lagging maybe we will try to yeah maybe we'll maybe we'll. i'll try to start us off with a two episode a week schedule and uh we'll see how that goes for a little bit but uh Yes, please make sure you sign up for the patron. We're gonna have some new patron exclusive stuff coming, and I'm very much looking forward to what the future holds for us at KCC Radio. Till next time, this has been Chris and this is Dan for the Stupid Sexy Podcast. Feels like I'm podcasting nothing at all.